0: Coming up, we talk Chili Bowl night two, including that epic Larson versus Kofoid battle. We also preview night three of the Wild West shootout. There are new podcast episodes and more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming into the week, everybody talked about how tough of a night Tuesday at the Chili Bowl was going to be with Kyle Larson, Buddy Kofoid, Chris Wyndham, t Zach Dom, and so many others in the field that night. And with so much talent out there, we were treated to a whale of a night. Larson has dominated his prelim night going back to 2018, but his win streak would not be extended to five straight. He ran up against the babyface kid from California in Buddy Kofoid and got out Monday at the Chili Bowl didn't go quite so hot for Kofoid, who tangled with Sammy Swindell and ended up on his lid in the ViRock. Overnight and into Tuesday morning, though, Kofoid's Keith Coons Motorsports team stripped the car down, got it repaired, and put it back together. They did not want to have to go to a backup car for Buddy. And the hard work paid off. Buddy went 4th to the win in his Heat and 6th to 2nd in his qualifier to earn a front row starting position for the feature. As for Young Money, he went 6th to 2nd in Heat 3, then 6th to the win in his qualifier to grab the pole. With those two starting up front together, we hoped we were in for a battle and the two absolutely delivered. We've seen these two go at it before and Kofoid has come out on top, so you knew he wouldn't be phased by going up against Larson. If you remember, I'm thinking of Bakersfield in 2020 in that USAC midget show late in the year. Uh, Buddy and Larson both led laps late, but Buddy ended up getting the win. At the start of the feature, Larson was quickly out to the lead, but he wasn't able to gap the 67. On a few occasions, he had to use the big screen to block a move from Kofoid into turn one. Once they reached lap traffic, Larson was able to sneak away just a bit, but not because of his car being better, but because he's just so good making moves through the back markers. Inside 10 laps to go, a series of cautions re-racked the field and took the leaders out of traffic. That allowed guys like Jake Swanson and Chris Windham to stay in the mix for the front. On a restart with 6 to go, Buddy made his move on the high side in 1 and 2. He hit the cushion perfectly with Larson on the bottom and he was able to drive by down the backstretch. He then blocked low into 3 to keep Larson from throwing the slider. But the 0-1 was nowhere near ready to just let Kofoid win. He threw bombs the next three laps into turn one, with the first two failing to clear. On the third try, he was able to slip past the 67, but he couldn't stick the landing. Larson bounced off the curb, and Buddy was able to drive back by on corner exit. And then on that same lap, Larson made a mistake in 3-4 that let Chris Windham by for that second position and that all-important feature lock-in spot. On the white flag lap, a slider in turn one did get Larson back to second, but Kofoid was already gone. The victory for Buddy busted Larson's prelim night streak and showed the world that Larson can be beat inside the expo this year. Windham ended up third, Jake Swanson was fourth from 11th, and Tmez went 13th to fifth. So Buddy and Larson are locked in. Wyndham, Swanson, Tmez, Kaylee Bryson, Jake Buback, and Jonathan Beeson are all headed for a B main on Saturday. Side note here for Kaylee Bryson, she's now the highest finishing female ever on a prelim night with that 6th place run. She'll have a great chance on Saturday to try and become the first ever to make a Chili Bowl feature. Back to the front, the battle between Larson and Kofoid is exactly the type of thing you tune into the Chili Bowl for. Two ultra-talented racers just flat go into war. No contact, no dirty moves, just good hard racing. Logan CV was in the Flow Racing booth last night, and again, like Clinton Boyles, it's so nice to have a driver on the call. When Larson made that third slider move into Turn 1, CV called that the 0-1 was going to clear Kofoid when Larson was at the start-finish line. That's good information and great insight from these guys. It really elevates the broadcast. And elsewhere last night, there were plenty of other things to talk about. We had a sizable delay during the first B-Main for Carson Souza getting caught in the Turn 1 fence. He launched off a wheel and they needed the forks on the skid skier and a lot of coordination to get it clear of the cables and the chain link. And in that same race, we had Steven Snyder Jr. get DQ'd for rough driving. With Snyder, if you might remember, he was the winner of the KKM Give Back Classic and is running for Coons this week. He got a middle finger earlier in that B main from Jeb Sessoms after right rear to left front contact since Sessoms tumbling in three and four. And then just a little bit later, a very similar situation left Brayton Lynch on his lid after right rear to left front contact from Snyder. Snyder was subsequently black flagged. We had some fireworks at the top of the ramp afterwards. It was obviously a big topic on social media. And Snyder later tweeted, quote, I want to apologize for everything tonight. I made a big mistake and there's no way around it. I learned a big lesson tonight. I can't thank everyone enough for this opportunity, unquote. I definitely don't think Snyder intentionally wrecked either guy. Uh, but he made some overly aggressive moves, which I think isn't completely surprising in this situation. He was trying to recover from a tough qualifier and I think get some uh, impress some people for the future, maybe get an opportunity to do this again. I think it was just a bad combination that led to some not great decision-making. Looking ahead to tonight, the Wednesday field includes Rico Abreu, Brad Sweet, Blake Hahn, Sammy Swindell, Kevin Thomas Jr., Damian Gardner, and then standout young guys Corey Day and Ryan Timms. I think unless he has really terrible luck, I don't see any reason why Rico shouldn't be the easy favorite for today. The building is already open and the schedule is the same as yesterday. Draw at 2 p.m. Central, hot laps at 4, and heat races at 5. You can watch all of the action again live on Flow Racing. As for my Chili Bowl picks, it's not been a super great start to the week. We got our first full field update last night and I'm sitting right smack in the middle of the 1100 entries at number 557. I got 333 points on night one with 310 last night. I had four feature starters both nights and I have one Saturday lock-in and one prelim night winner. Last night, I had Kofoid, Dom, Swanson, and Danner in the feature, but I whiffed on Mike Hess and Tanner Allen. And Chance Morton was looking good to get a feature transfer in the first B main, but got wiped out by Roger Crockett and finished ninth. I need to get into the top 72, which right now I'm 122 points shy of, so there's definitely work to do. Tonight's picks are Rico in group one, Colby Copeland in group two, Ryan Timms in group three, RJ Johnson in group four, Chance Crum in group five, Daniel Adler in group six, and Billy Vanuijen in group seven. Hopefully the best, uh, the rest of the week goes a little bit better than the first part of this week have. Before we move on, a quick note about Logan Seavey. He made 30 USAC national sprint car appearances in 2021 and picked up four wins driving the Baldwin five. He mentioned on the Flow Racing broadcast, he will be back in the seat of that car in 2022. No mention of a schedule, but I'd assume something similar to 2021. If you don't give a damn about midgets in Tulsa, which I certainly understand, uh, don't worry, the Wild West shootout is back tonight at Vado Speedway Park in New Mexico. Brandon Shepard kicked off the event last weekend by winning on both Saturday and Sunday nights in his family B5 Rocket. He topped Bobby Pierce on night one and Tyler Erb on night two. Competitors will once again race for $5,000 to win, and we should be in the low, I think, low to mid-30s for car count tonight. Shepard's two wins so far keeps him alive for one of those Penske shock bonuses, uh, were he to win at least two more races on the week. Four wins, $25,000, five wins, $100,000, and all six wins is $300,000. Outside of Bichette, we've seen Pierce and Irby fast, same with Mike Marler and Garrett Alberson. Ricky Weiss has two top tens, as does Kyle Beard. And Donnie Schott should also be back in the mix after spending Monday and Tuesday at the Chili Bowl. He had finishes of 10th and 11th last weekend. I'm guessing he'll probably race tonight and Friday before he has to head back to Tulsa on Saturday. He'll be in a D-main on Saturday after finishing 15th in the feature last night. Tonight, we should also see uh, names like Mason Oberkramer, Jason Papitz, Jake Tim, the Scott Brothers, and Rusty Schlenk. He's in that really cool C.J. Rayburn tribute car. After tonight, the event will go quiet on Thursday before finishing out over the weekend with full programs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can watch live on Flow Racing. If you need more event info, visit wildwestshootout.net. And Dustin Jarrett and Ben Shelton are calling the action all week long at Vado, and those guys are two good follows on Twitter this week for updates. The Extreme Dark Car Series was supposed to be back racing this weekend with stops at Lakeview Motor Speedway and Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina. But forecasted rain and snow have forced officials to postpone the races. No make dates have yet been announced. The next race scheduled is February 25th and 26th at Livonia Speedway in Georgia. Ross Bales leads Carson Ferguson in the point standings following three rounds of racing. If you're looking for some other dirt racing podcasts this week, Wing Nation has Brad Sweet, Loud Pedal has Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott, Ohio Dirt has Tyler Burnett and Brandon Wimmer, Passing Points is ripping out interviews from the Chili Bowl. They've already got ones out, including Donnie Shots, t and a whole lot more. There are also new episodes of the Dirt Reporters and the Dirt Nerds. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And there are five items on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has Dirt Car Esports from Flora, from Eldora. Excuse me. Flow Racing has Night 3 of the Chili Bowl, Night 3 of the Wild West Shootout, and Flow 24-7. And Speedsport TV has another night of the IMCA Winter Nationals from Kokopah Speedway. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com/watch tonight. Speaking of streaming, Dirtvision has worked out a deal to stream the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic from Premier Speedway in Australia. It's coming up here in a couple weeks. If you don't know, this is sort of the like Aussie Knoxville Nationals. The reigning World of Outlaws Rookie of the Year, James McFadden, has won the event twice. And guys like Donnie Schatz, Danny Lasowski, Shane Stewart, and Jack Hodenschild have won the event as well. You can watch it live on January 21st through the 23rd. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.